0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it.
1: Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life.
0: We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make... America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Yes, we will, friends, thanks to you, your commitment, and the Lord with whom we work and under whose protection we place ourselves. That's what we do on this program. We pray, we delve into God's word. I'm pro life leader Frank Pavone of Priests for Life, and welcome to Praying for America. So glad that you're here and so glad that you are so tuned into the elections because the elections of 2024 are in full swing. We are less than two weeks away from the iowa caucus we're going to show you a couple of dates and where you can go to keep up on dates that are pertinent to this election season and i can tell you the trump train continues to roll forward at full speed and we are urging everyone to jump on board as we'll see here in a moment a lot of key people are jumping on board recognizing that the primaries Well, they're essentially over, statistically, that is. Uh, We have a process. We respect that process. We respect voters no matter what uh, choices they make in the primary. But statistically, we've got our nominee. And we'll see that even more clearly in the next couple of weeks. But let me start, as always, with the Word of God. And uh, we're going to go to the prophet Ezekiel here. I want to read to you from the conclusion of chapter 2 and the beginning of chapter 3 and apply that to our current work for America and for these elections. So let's read uh, the Word of God. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Be not rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. And when I looked, behold, a hand was stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. And he spread it before me, and it had writing on the front and on the back. And there were written on it words of lamentation and mourning and woe. And he said to me, Son of man, eat whatever you find here. Eat this scroll, and go, speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he gave me this scroll to eat. And he said to me, Son of man, feed your belly with this scroll that I give you, and fill your stomach with it. Then I ate it, and it was in my mouth as sweet as honey. Let us pray. Father, we acknowledge that in Jesus Christ, we are all prophets. We share in the prophetic ministry of your Son. We speak your word. We, too, are called upon to eat the scroll written on the front and the back with the Word of God. We are called to digest that Word. We are called to immerse ourselves in your Word, O Father, not to hold it to ourselves, but to proclaim it from the rooftops. And we need to proclaim it more loudly than ever today in America, when the forces of evil have taken off their masks and have thrown to the wind any kind of restraint and are in an all-out war to destroy our children, our families the gift of human life, our freedom, and our country. We will resist them by the power of your word. We have eaten the scroll. It is as sweet as honey in our mouth. And Lord God, we will never be silent. Cancel culture can try to do what they want to do to us. We will, not, we will only grow louder. We will not be silent. We will not be intimidated. We will not be beating around the bush. We will proclaim loud and clear and direct the message that you have for America and for those who are trying to destroy this great nation. Bless us, Lord, help us to understand more clearly the dynamics of this election and what we need to do to win it. We pray in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, it's about messaging, but you know, even more so it's about mechanics and uh, we need tools we need to understand the talking points we have been going through on this program. I'm just going to give you a couple of uh, tidbits to get started here, some resources. Hopefully by now you've read this book, The Democrat Party Hates America. We're continuing to go through it on this uh, program, and we'll we'll get back to some lessons on this book, Mark Levin's book. I don't know if you've read this from uh, just a couple of years back, Final Battle, How the Next Election Could Be the Last. This is by David Horowitz. Excellent talking points in here. You get a good grasp, a good understanding. And, you know, we're not just talking about the presidency when we're talking about the elections of 2024. We're talking about the Congress, talking about every level of government. we got to throw these tyrants out of every level of government and get some America first uh, uh, people in there. March to the Majority by Newt Gingrich. He tells the story of uh, the subtitle is The Real Story of the Republican Revolution. Uh, Again, great insights, uh, deep understanding of, you know, you understand the past, you understand what you have to do in the future. And uh, uh, thank you to all of these men uh, for writing these books. Uh, We want our audience, and you are already among the most informed Americans, on the dynamics of this election and on what we need to do to save America, we want you to be even more informed each and every day, and that's why we, uh, we get together at the, in these programs. Not, not, not just for that, but, but as you know, to pray over the things that we see happening. And what do we see happening? Well, the Trump train keeps rolling. Right now, we've got all the Republican leaders of the House of Representatives explicitly behind the frontrunner, President Trump, in this nomination. We have the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who has endorsed President Trump. We have the House Majority Leader, Representative Steve Scalise, who has endorsed President Trump. And we have the House Whip, Tom Emmer, who has likewise endorsed President Trump. This is significant when you've got your your, uh, congressional leadership Solidly behind you, and are the front runner in the party and in all the polls. You know the significance uh, of this is that we are less than two weeks away from the Iowa caucus, and you know once that the caucus begins and then the other primaries get underway, this is when things really start to accelerate in the uh, in the presidential race, in as much as people get a clear signal, not just from the polls but from the voters as to who the nominee is going to be. And uh, these caucuses and primaries, these early ones, especially, uh, you know, Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina uh, play and a, a Nevada play a very big role in terms of momentum within the campaigns, in terms of the attitudes of donors, Uh, and in terms of people who are maybe not yet persuaded as to whom they should support. So I think we can see this thing wrapping up uh, pretty quickly, I mean, in a matter of weeks from now. Uh, Let me show you at this point a resource. So we always are interested in giving you resources on this program, whether it's books uh, to read uh, or websites uh, to delve into. And and we've got a lot of websites ourselves. Our main one for the election is Pro-Life Vote. Uh, ProlifeVote.com. But I want to show you stateelectioncalendar.org. Uh, and you know, calendars are, are particularly important when it comes uh, to uh, elections. You've got to know deadlines, you've got to know dates. You've got to know, for example, in your state, and these dates vary from state to state, you've got to know when your primaries are. You've got to know when your uh, deadlines are for voter registration. And not just to know it yourself, but to spread this information to others. Uh, and then, of course, uh, when these uh, when these caucus and primary uh, votes begin, I want to show you a little bit from that page. Again, stateelectioncalendar.org. Our team puts this information together from the various states. Let's take a look at that page. I just want to point out a few upcoming things as i said less than two weeks so january 15th the iowa caucus crucially important and uh you know the difference between a caucus and a primary a primary you go into the voting booth and you vote or you fill out your ballot the caucus you're there for a couple of hours you're sitting in small groups and people are are talking about why they support this or that candidate it's a different process requires a little bit more involvement investment and commitment um, but God bless the people of Iowa. they always lead the way. Uh, January 21st, there's another uh, Republican presidential primary debate. Uh, President Trump, of course, is not going to participate in that. And uh, uh, again, I, I've been of the mind that we should get get quickly beyond, be beyond this this primary because uh, it's not even a contest. Uh, but nevertheless, that will be the next uh, debate. And then January 23rd, note carefully, the New Hampshire primary. And then shortly after that, February 3rd, the South Carolina primary. And just a few days after that, the Nevada primary. So we're going to see just in the next few weeks a lot of momentum uh, and a lot of clarity as to where this race stands. So please uh, bookmark that stateelectioncalendar.org. You'll also find on that page the links to your state's uh, information uh, to uh, get uh, more detailed uh, uh, more details from your own state election offices. Okay. Um, I want to, speaking of the election, talk a little bit about how l- small a margin it is that we're going to be dealing with here, just like in the 2016 race when uh, President Trump uh, won. And we saw the same dynamics uh, in, in 2020 in the, in the alleged results. We won't go too much into that. But going back to 2016, we know that uh, uh, President Trump won 306 electoral votes as opposed to Hillary Clinton, 232. But it was three states and not that many votes in each state that made the difference. You look at Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Now, you've heard this before, but I think if we keep returning to this, we're going to realize winning this election this year, and when you have President Trump as far ahead as he is in so many of these polls, farther ahead than the polls would suggest, because if you're ahead by just a couple of points in the popular vote, which he is, over Biden, in the popular vote nationally, well, then you're way, way more ahead in reality because so much of the national popular vote is concentrated in big Democrat-dominated cities like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. You've got massive, massive numbers of people. And essentially, if you've got you know massive numbers uh, in a in a in a particular city, you know that state still has only so many electoral votes, so you can have a, a majority of one or of a million, and it still ends up with the same number of electoral votes. The point being that if you're ahead even in the popular vote, you're way ahead in the overall race. So he's more ahead than even the polls suggest. But just to review with you a couple of stats from 2016, to emphasize that this is not some kind of mega task where we've got to get millions and millions of votes in all 50 states. The presidential election of 2016 was won because President Trump got just over 44,000 votes in Pennsylvania. 44,000 in Pennsylvania, Half that many in Wisconsin. He got 22,000 votes margin of victory in Wisconsin. We're not talking in the millions, 22,000. And then less than half of that was his margin in Michigan. In Michigan, he won their 16 electoral votes by winning just over 10,000 votes. So think of this. Michigan, 10,000 votes, Wisconsin, 22,000, and Pennsylvania, 44,000. That gave him 46 electoral votes. Hillary got 232. Had she gotten those 46, that would have put her over the top. But she didn't get those 46. And she didn't get those 46 electoral votes. And again, not because of millions of votes, but because of 44,000 in one place, 22,000 in another, and 10,000 in third. This election's going to be the same way. It's going to be the same. And President Trump is, is running away with this in the polls. But you know as well as I, we fight these battles as if we're behind. We take nothing for granted. Politics, especially now, very volatile. And again don't let the idea of the fraud and the cheating of the other side discourage you be aware of it but again remember just like there's a margin of victory there's a margin just like there's a margin of error there's a margin of fraud they can only cheat and steal within a certain window for it to work it's in, what we have to do is it's, it's the solution here I mean, there's many aspects to the overall solution. There have been all kinds of voter integrity laws we've been involved in we will continue to be involved in a lot of voter integrity efforts. But friends, understand this, and I know that most of you do. The solution is overwhelm them and with numbers. Just get out there and vote. For people to say, oh, they're going to cheat, so I'm not going to vote because my vote doesn't count, is exactly playing into the, the hands of the enemy and making them stronger. That attitude makes them stronger. No, you go in there and say, I'm going to vote. Yeah, they're going to cheat. They're going to steal. But I'm going to vote, and I'm going to bring 10 other people to vote that might not have voted or, or, or otherwise. I'm going to influence other people to come. So that all together, all of us doing our part, we overwhelm the numbers so much, that no matter how they cheat and steal, it, 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 the numbers on our side end up being overwhelming to them. That's the road forward. That's the road forward. Now, we have an interesting, uh, well, well, first of all, if you look at the key states that that, that are going to win this presidential election this year, People formulate this differently, but there's generally a consensus. Some lists will have or others won't have certain states for various reasons. Okay, but if you basically look at Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona, you're talking about the race. And it's going to be like margins similar to what I just quoted for you. Keep this in mind. And this should encourage us that each one of us working to influence voters in our own area, because every area matters, but also focusing in on the areas where I'm about to mention, we can do it. You can all have an impact. You can all make the decisive difference. Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona. Now, I'm even going to mention some counties here that are particularly important to focus on in this election. Counties. You should be interested in Georgia. Cobb County, Fulton County, and Gwinnett County. If you are there, or if you know people there, Cobb, Fulton, and Gwinnett. In Pennsylvania, four counties especially to focus on, Allegheny, Bucks, Chester, and Montgomery. Allegheny, Bucks, Chester, and Montgomery. If you look at the state of Wisconsin, Milwaukee County and Waukesha County, Milwaukee and Waukesha. In Nevada, Clark County. And then in Arizona, Maricopa County. These counties, and there are others, but these counties, we focus messaging turnout, strengthening the people on our side, this is going to have a decisive effect on the 2024 elections. We'll be delving more into this. By the way, we delve into this also on our election trainings that we have on Zoom calls every month. Are you signed up for those? Uh, Some of you may may not even be too familiar with uh, our ministry at Priests for Life, but when it comes to the elections, it's ProLifeVote.com. And um, all this information that I share with you on these programs, uh, we're going to make sure that you can see it there. But one of the things you can do there on that website is sign up. Sign up. And I would invite you to, to go take a look at it tonight if you can. And sign up for our election trainings. Uh, we're going to have one coming up next week on the 10th. What we do is we all hop on a Zoom call. We hear from their various experts and we we learn what we can do in our in our respective communities for the elections, um, so join up for us uh, with us on these election trainings, and uh, you won't uh, you won't regret it. Let me shift here for a moment to well let's pray let 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 let's pray over what we've said so far. Let's pray because then I want to talk about the United States Senate, which is also critical in. Uh, in this, uh, in this, uh, this upcoming election, uh, Father, we uh, we send uh, we send as the body of Christ, we invoke the Spirit, invoke the Spirit of Christ, the places that we just mentioned, the counties that we have just mentioned, the voters that we have just talked about. Lord, we're talking about margins here that are going to be won in the tens of thousands. That's all, the tens of thousands. And Lord, we can make a difference. Just the people watching right now can make those those margins of difference. Inspire your people. Lord, I want to ask you, together we ask you, by the power of your spirit, drive out of the minds and hearts of any of our fellow citizens this this idea, this self-defeating idea, this losing idea that, oh, I'm not going to vote because it's not going to count that's a, Lord that's a that's a losing thought that's a self-defeating thought that is not a a, a a a a of you no because in your word we see you telling us to run into the battle with confidence we're, we're you we hear you saying lift up your eyes to me and know that I am with you in this battle that's what we hear that's what we see. We don't see people counting the cost. We see when Peter took account of the winds and the waves, he began to sink. That's That wasn't when he, he was able to walk on water. It was when he was able to confidently look at you. And so, Lord, please, please send the Holy Spirit upon our fellow citizens. And especially in these areas, give us those margins of 10,000 here and 20,000 there and 40,000 here just in certain select states. Indeed, in certain key counties, we pray over these counties, we pray over these states now. Send an abundance of your spirit, even from this very moment, that on election night we may see those numbers come into our favor and to the favor of America. We pray through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I want to encourage you to do this, friends. As we go through, whether it's on this program on other programs or podcasts that you watch or listen to, on the election trainings that hopefully you'll join in with us, ProLifeVote.com, that when you hear specifics about these elections, bring the power of prayer right at that moment, right at that moment, invoke the Holy Spirit on whatever is being talked about, whatever person is being discussed. I already talked to you about our Republican House leadership, you know, uh, with uh, Mike Johnson, Steve Scalise, Tom Emmer. You know, invoke the Holy Spirit on them. Invoke the Holy Spirit on everyone involved in this process. Okay, just so just briefly, the United States Senate, we've got some good math this year for the Senate to go back into Republican hands. I mean, first of all, that's <laughs> about as evenly divided as, as it can be, right? You've got 51 who, uh, who, who actually you got actually technically there's more republicans than democrats in the sense that you got 49 republicans and 48 democrats but you got three independents that caucus with the democrats which makes it end up ends up making it a 51 to 49 democrat majority but it can't get too much closer than that right 51 to 49 which means that that in the US Senate election okay so you've got 10 seats that can flip and the democrats are defending seven of them in other words, in seven of them, they're, they're, on the, they're on the losing end. Uh, they've got to keep their, their, their guy in there uh, and prevent us from, uh, from flipping it. But there are a number of, of seats that can flip. And uh, as a matter of fact, with Joe Manchin, Democrat uh, from West Virginia, saying he's not running for his Senate seat again, it's, it's, it's practically assured that that's going to be a pickup. So what's going to have to happen uh, for, the, for the Democrats? They're going to have to, to uh, either win the presidency, which, um, remember, when you win the presidency, then you've got the vice president as the tiebreaker in the Senate. So they lose a seat 50-50, presuming all, everything else is equal. They would have to have the vice president as a, a, in their camp to break any ties. If we've got the vice president, then even a 50-50 Senate, we've actually got the majority, functionally speaking. But uh, the math is very hard for the Democrats here because you've got a couple of other uh, pickups that, in fact, let me tell you the, the states here. Just like I mentioned to you certain states for the presidential race, certain counties. Let me tell you the states here that keep a special eye on for U.S. Senate. Of course, I already mentioned West Virginia. Montana. This should be a flip this year. It's about time for John Tester to get the hell out of there. He should have been defeated the last time around. Nuisance that he is. John Tester, no business being in the U.S. Senate. We don't need people like that. Ohio, again, you've got a red state, and you've got a blue senator. So out, 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 this has got to be a flip as well. Ohio, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada. Wisconsin and Michigan; those are the states, in particular, that with a little bit more of a push and 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 you know, it's not it's not about it's not about November; it's about now. Do you know people in these states? I want to ask you to to to, to consider a simple question: Who do you know in these states? Do you have friends who have uh, radio shows, podcasts? newsletters who run organizations or just people, you know, that live in these States, talk to them now about the Senate race and say, listen, you guys in your state could be responsible. Any one of these States alone could be responsible for bringing the U S Senate back under Republican control. Again, West Virginia. Again, that's pretty, pretty much in our corner now, Montana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan. Uh, Democrats, of course, they're they're trying to say, "Oh, oh let's let's uh, we got because we got Senate races in Texas and Florida," and they're kind of like, "Oh yeah, well, let's get those seats, let's get those seats." I don't think that's going to happen, but they're going to try, and they are trying. I'm sorry, I'm here in Florida. We're getting redder and redder here in Florida. Texas is a strong state. Um, but you know what's the other interesting thing to mention here, and I'll finish with this. There's a lot of overlap this year between the states who are key in the presidential race and key in the control of the Senate. You've got overlapping dynamics here, Arizona being, being one of them, uh, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. You've got, you've got overlaps here. And the, the, the pivotal states for the Senate and the pivotal states for the White House being the same group of people. Critically important to keep an eye on that. And uh again, let's pray over these states right now and over the voters that can make the difference. And please get involved. And again, sign up for our seminars. Prolifevote.com. You'll see the you'll see the link there towards the top. You'll see a lot of information there, but you'll see the link there. Sign up for our seminars. Okay, let's pray. The year has come, Lord, the year has come which we decide whether we're going to save America. It's it's that important. The year has come when we decide between freedom and tyranny. The year has come, Lord, when we decide if we're going to keep America as we've always known it, or whether we're going to give it over to those that hate this nation and have been trying to destroy it, the Democrat Party hates America. Lord, we ask you to just give us clarity of mind. Give us boldness of speech. Help us not to beat around the bush anymore. Help us to proclaim in plain language from the rooftops what's at stake and what we need to do to fix it. No nonsense, no fooling around. This is the time, Lord God, that we are ready to receive from you that same spirit that we see at at play we see at work in the acts of the apostles when those men went out so filled with your spirit that they they they, they ran to the places where even though they knew there was hostility they wanted to bear witness to the crucified and risen christ and to the freedom we have in his spirit they wanted to bear witness they didn't care about what was happening to them. We see St. Paul enduring persecutions and beatings and shipwreck and abandonment and betrayal. And yet he kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. So be it with us. So be it today in America. Send your spirit upon the places, Lord, that we were just discussing, upon the Senate races that are, that are underway right now bring all of those states republican senators lord don't just give us a majority give us a supermajority we pray tonight for a supermajority lord give us give us 60 61 62 seats in the senate so that we will not have the any more this 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 tyrannical absolutely disgusting legislative agenda of the Democrats to have to deal with. Bless us, Lord. Bless America. And now we pray and we gather all our prayer intentions into one by offering the prayer Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen it is a joy to be with you let's go win these elections they are now not later don't let anybody be talking about oh the elections in november what do you mean the elections in november the elections now again remember stateelectioncalendar.org. mark those dates on your calendar if for nothing else then for prayer uh, but also for your involvement uh, in, in 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 whatever way you are able. God bless you, pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Here, connect with me on social media at fr Frank Pavone on all the major platforms at fr Frank Pavone. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Pray also for me. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Alveda King, board member of Priest for Life. More money is being spent in America to kill babies in the womb than to save them. Together we need to change that and today I want to invite you to support our work at Priest for Life. Why ours rather than other groups? Because we have a unique team that helps lead in every arena of the fight against abortion and we activate the churches where you find people who are most likely to get involved in that fight. To awaken a pastor about abortion is to awaken thousands of people he serves. We do not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have a very high evaluation among charities and top security on our donation site, ProLifeGift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000.
0: Priests for Life, Saving lives for over 30 years.
1: This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.